everyone and welcome to another episode. This one is called, Does Spirituality Matter? This became an especially pressing question to me in light of the pandemic, so this is just Andy and myself talking a little bit about it. A few quick reminders that as always, you can find us online at LonelyMountainMystics.com. There you can listen and read and contact us. You'll also find a link to our patron page where you can sign up to support the podcast. There are a few different tiers of support, with the first starting at just $1 a month. All right, let's dive in. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for sitting down with me for this one, even if it is, you know, not right next to me. (laughs) Yeah, I've been really excited for this one. I, I mean, it really struck me when you said... I feel like this is the question you have to answer before any of the other questions, you know? Yeah. So this was for me, you know, as soon as COVID started and everything else sort of, you know, takes over, you're just living day to day and yeah. any sort of spiritual question just falls to the wayside. And I then I realized that I hadn't been thinking about anything religious or spiritual or anything like that. I kind of was like, oh, I should get back into it and then found it very difficult to do so. And so I kind of started asking myself this question and kind of like, oh, what did I, what was I missing when I wasn't asking these questions or having any sort of spiritual practice or anything like that? But you, you said you found the question interesting too. I want to know why you found the question interesting. I think it's interesting because, well, I guess you should just start out asking the question. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Does spirituality matter? Does it matter? Which is like, maybe seems like an obvious question, but it certainly is. Yeah, because the follow-up is, or is it just something we came up with because we were bored? (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't heard that part of it yet. (laughs) Oh, that's really good. Wow. How many, how many like wonderful or terrible things have been invented because of boredom? Yeah, it, I, boredom and laziness are, you know, the mother of invention, <laughs> the mother and father, respectively. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, so I think it's interesting because, I mean, first, I think it it causes me to ask the question, what is spiritual? And I think that is a really interesting one, because on the one hand, if I think of spirituality in the traditional sense of like going to a religious service or you know reading religious texts then i guess like really you know there's times where that is where that can be nice where that can be uplifting and then there's times where that just doesn't seem relevant Mm. or important at all so i kind of feel like that one is uh easier to answer in that way but when you kind of broaden out like what is spiritual like if if everything about our lives if everything about our existence has an element of spirituality then maybe it's just that like my my lens on it my frame on it has been too small up until now yeah well and i mean rob bell did a whole he did a whole tour everything is spiritual yeah that's his new book is it yeah oh very timely probably for me i'm excited (laughs) i'm really Um, excited so talk about that a little bit more though so this idea that you know just take a step back broaden 
kind of the yeah the so way like, we're thinking about things how i mean what do you mean everything is spiritual? right right so i think that i got used to thinking of spirituality as like a certain list of things that you do or don't believe mm-hmm. and you know the the pressure you may feel to get others to believe those certain things as well mm-hmm. and that to me like just like you said especially when you're faced with something that's really, really important. Like someone you love is going through something significant or you're in the middle of a pandemic and just like all the pressure is ramped up during those times. I think it becomes really clear that those lists of things that you do or don't believe and what everybody else thinks about them, they do become incredibly like, way way less important Hmm. even even pulling apart those ideas becomes less important i think right right like there's almost like a certain luxury to deconstructing those ideas yeah of like everything sort of has to be stable and okay for you to be pulling apart those ideas and analyzing them but thing when things really hit the fan you you almost lose that margin Mm -hmm. to be able to like let's just consider these things but when i say like there is a difference between that and seeing our very existence as spiritual, then all of a sudden like the pandemic and how we're responding to it and our rhythms and our rest and the way that we view our interactions with people close to us, the way that we, the way that we're even able to like observe our own lives a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, like through those meditative practices of being able to step back from just, I've experienced this a lot. So when I'm, when I'm not taking time to acknowledge the depth of every moment and the and the deeply spiritual nature of reality, mm-hmm. I get really caught up in like tasks or really focused on just like what are what are these list of things I'm doing? How am I getting through day to day? And I think that those are like necessary things for our survival. But after a while, I think there's a part of our brain and a part of our soul that is asking for like what else? Like what is all of this about? Hmm. But you would still kind of think that even asking that question is a little bit of a luxury like now that i have something to eat and a place to sleep now i can ask maybe these larger questions i don't know i think actually what i'm trying to do is maybe make a connection between like if all that spirituality is is a list of ideas that doesn't have anything to do with my lived experience yeah then i then i can't make time for it when things are hard right but if spirituality is my lived experience then all of a sudden it is like a technology that helps me move through life when life is really hard Mm, i love that that's awesome so i'm trying to apply this to my situation i love hearing that do you have any sort of example of or is it just like when things are stressful it helps to take some just a moment away to refocus or kind of reset or even just uh, examine your perspective on on what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's got to be different for everybody. Like for me, if I've taken time to let myself rest in knowing that I'm loved and I'm okay, mm-hmm. then I'm less frantic in my life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm less like I, I become a person who can show up in a way I actually want to rather than trying to constantly just prove that I'm okay Mm. or, or like give enough output so I can feel good about myself. Yeah. 
so that's like an easy way for me. Like if I can take time to really center myself and say, I'm loved, I'm one with the divine in some way. God is with me. God is for me that I'm, I don't know that even that language feels a little bit old when I say that, mm-hmm. but in some way that like I'm connected to love and I'm enough just as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that would have immediate implications for all of us. Immediate implications or, or take like a larger scale. When I'm looking at a really stressful situation, I'm freaked out that Donald Trump might get reelected. I'm freaked out that the pandemic might flare up and get much, much worse. Mm -hmm. Those are of course like real fears that are so normal to sit with. But if I can like connect to a deeper view of time Mm -hmm. that says like, okay, I'm in a moment right now and I'm in a moment just like lots of other people have been in lots of other moments but there's like this collective force of love, like moving us somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can actually like, I have more agency. Like this isn't happening to me, but I'm actually a part of a larger movement, moving towards something hopeful, moving towards something good, more yeah. inclusive. And somehow that, even just that story in my brain takes me out of being in a reactive space and puts me into I think being a little more calm and also being a little more like responsible, like part of what happens here is actually up to me. <laughs> like I can do <laughs> some stuff we can, and, and I'm not alone. Like I'm, I'm part of this collective body of people. Right. And I think that's a spiritual practice, like realizing our interconnection with all people and all things. Okay. All of a sudden then when I'm feeling alone, that's a huge relief to know I'm part of something much wider than myself. Yeah, so these are just like thought or meditation exercises. I think there are probably really practical ones too that I'm I'm still really young and like I came from a tradition where it was all about your beliefs or it was all about like closing your eyes and focusing on the lyrics of the song, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, um, all those things that we've, you know, that fall away so fast. Yeah. When you get busy. So, but I think that like taking time to slow down or like just being being really mindful and present in the moment that you're in mm-hmm. i think it's so challenging but it's like a really incredible practice that has like changed a lot for me that's awesome yeah i was gonna one of the questions i had was like what about spiritual practice do you have one what does it look like and yeah. i like i i mean i and i really just like what you said about being present because it's so easy to forget and or just overlook that i mean every moment if we're being intentional about being present is absolutely a spiritual moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're the one who had this question. It hit me so hard. Of course, like does it still matter partly because I think it's such a responsible question to ask. Like, why would we keep spending our time and energy on something that mm-hmm. uh, is not like a lot of consequence? Like what a responsible question to ask. And also just because I'm just so curious, where did that come from for you? Like what made you ask that question? And I guess what is, what are some of your own responses to your own question? Yeah. Uh, what made me ask the question? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I said at the top it was just like, you know, when the pandemic hit and, you know, things were crazy at work, we're trying to keep a company afloat and you're just busy trying to make things happen. Everything else sort of fell away. And then, it, you know, a few months later, I'm like, oh, I haven't been. I haven't even really been asking these questions in part because I haven't been, I guess, you know, as, as I look back, I realize I hadn't been 
being asked any of these questions. I wasn't listening to podcasts or reading books. I had stopped because we were just doing other things. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, well, is my, is my life like objectively worse somehow because I'm not doing these things? And I couldn't necessarily point to an area where it was. So that kind of raised a question, oh, are these things, do they even matter? Or are they a fun exercise? And that's okay too, because I enjoy asking these questions. But, you know, maybe they don't have any sort of long-term value beyond just, you know, whatever value any sort of enjoyment gives. And so, yeah, that was kind of where it all came from. And of course, you know, doing this podcast is like, well, if I don't think any of this matters, it's going to be real difficult to do a podcast about spiritual things because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to have any opinions on them. Cause I'm just gonna be like, yeah, yeah whatever. Part of that is, yeah, is you do you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and part of that is exactly how I feel is like, yeah, no, yeah. You, you know, kind of you do you, if what you're doing is making you a more loving person, then yeah, I guess like, I'm not here to tell you not to do it. I'm not here to tell you that you have to do things my way or any way. Yeah. For some people, I imagine spirituality really doesn't matter. But again, I don't know. Maybe if, again, like you said, if you take a step back and you kind of redefine spirituality as something that's much, much broader, how can you not be involved? How can you not participate? Yeah, like it almost just becomes, because I'm with you, I couldn't care less about like telling anyone else what to believe anymore. It's right. just like, right, if it's if it's bringing you to a more loving, more peaceful place, go for it. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, like make up whatever you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, because we don't know. That's like the yeah. that's like the, the whole point, right? It's like we're, tr- yeah. we're all trying to figure this thing out. You might say something that really encourages me. I might have something to encourage you, but yeah. we, we're we're speculating. We don't know. Right. Right. So then the only that to me loses interest really fast. Right. Because then it's just like, okay, we're all just making stuff up. This is interesting for like an hour. Right. And after that, it's like, I got to move on. But if spirituality is like the art of paying attention to your own existence, Mm. then like it's intertwined with everything. It's like, okay, like then all of a sudden the way our economy works is deeply, deeply spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I actually think like well, there are older traditions that have like a better handle on this, mm-hmm. that like spirituality was a technology that allowed you to tap into asking really good questions and being in a community that told stories that had an actual impact on your life like it, it is about your existence and it is about your shared existence with other human beings that's all i'm glad you brought that up because those were some of my other questions that i was going to skip over because i felt like we moved past them but you're bringing it back and i love it one of my questions was is this kind of something that has died out for our day and age like you look back at history and there were some really positive things that spirituality introduced i think specifically about, I mean, obviously there's plenty of negative things, but part of the ancient Jewish law is about, you know, you only plant for a certain number of seasons and then you let the land rest. Yeah. Come, yeah, to, yeah. come to find out that's a really important thing to do. And I'm just, right. like, and you mentioned economy, like, yeah, okay. If all of this is tied up in, in our economy, if all of this is pointing at our shared experience, how we live. Right, right, right. Like, is it okay to just 
take whatever you want at the expense of someone else like are we actually all interconnected like that's a really spiritual question to ask yeah i'm glad you bring that up i i I think that's a really interesting perspective that i'm lacking oh my god yeah it's just is so i mean and this whole episode is probably just like a big high five to rob bell so like if anybody's (laughs) interested in diving more because this is what he does right right bring this old teaching and be like yeah i know it sounds old it sounds archaic it sounds patriarchal and all these other like kind of troubling things but at the heart of what they're saying here is actually this this story about what it means to be human and to evolve as a human to say like okay we used to do things this way and now there's like a new thing mm-hmm. or somehow like watching a new thing happen yeah and it's it's just in the time that we're in it's really really interesting because like you said those questions are really really relevant okay like is wearing my mask in public a spiritual exercise of, yeah. of acknowledging our interconnected nature yeah you know and that's like maybe a weird way to think of it maybe not no i think yeah no oh man i'm i'm so glad you're saying all of this like because no i think you're absolutely right and i think if we looked at it that way yeah it would just change the way we approach things yeah or like um again again on the on the theme of acknowledging our interconnectedness what does it mean that we're living in a country that was built on slavery and mm-hmm. now we have this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement. Do we look at that and say, well, it's somewhat removed from me or that's, I, you know, I don't have a direct part in that. Or do we see suffering and we see it as really happening to us because we're interconnected. This is like, this is happening to all of us right now. Yeah. If all things are connected, then we're connected to all things. Yeah. And I say that fully acknowledging that like i am not saying i don't i do not have the experience of a person of color i do not have you know i i don't by identity know what it's like to live in their shoes but i have i have a sense of like a weight of responsibility that we are interconnected that we are that we belong to each other then like my level of responsibility to engage and to stand alongside somebody who is demanding that suffering stop rises Mm -hmm. shifting gears there like i'm also i think spirituality is a technology that helps us sink deeper into joy okay because like because i'm I'm interested (laughs) because i I think joy is a lot about just noticing the beauty of right now or as like the incredible prophet Daniel Tiger says, enjoy the wow that's happening now. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, so much of our anxiety and stress or like the toxic things that happen in our lives are we're either looking backwards at things that have gone by and mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking about that in like a regretful way or like maybe like a longing for something that's gone. Or if we're thinking forward we often like get caught in stress or anxiety so like the spirituality can i think be a tool to teach us to be present in a moment and there's been so many moments that are really good and i notice myself thinking like okay what's next or like are we like oh Mm. you know this is really cool okay maybe i should like you you know take a picture of it so i can later on remember it and those things seem silly but like something about spirituality I think is meant to teach us to just be here because yeah. all we have is this moment we're in all the time. Like, 
we can imagine the future or the past, but all we actually have is the present. I don't know how long it took you to pick up that this was just really an episode designed to encourage me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, I'm so curious for you. Like, I'm just going to, like, for myself, I think I needed a phase where I did stop pretending that everything was spiritual. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there's, like, an element to which, like, our tradition did teach us that like oh yes god is in everything and like but it was it was a different energy to it yeah you know what i mean it was like trying to impose a lens on everything that didn't fit on everything uh-huh. where i think i did need time to just say like no i don't think that's how it is mm-hmm. or at least it's not working for me anymore yeah so then like returning to it now it, it does feel different but i do think that there's different Uh, flows or seasons that like you might find yourself in you know what I mean just depending on what you're going through and how exhausted you might be of trying to drum up spirituality when it doesn't appear that there is any yeah you know it's interesting I'm putting this together now I think maybe even coming out of atheism for Lent I probably should have finished that because I bet it would have gone a little bit different direction but specifically the point where I left was very like death of god yeah i think you're right i think i probably did need a break and maybe i still do maybe i'm not quite ready to come back yeah but that scares me a little bit i want to come back right i want to and we'll talk about this you know maybe in future episodes there's a part of the tradition that i came out of that i really do want to hold on to for the sake of the history um sure. Because I just, something about that, I don't know, speaks to me. I like it, but I definitely want to reinterpret it sometimes in ways that it turns out are <laughs> much more ancient than the ways I was yeah. taught. But, yeah, um, but yeah, so it's kind of scary to, to step away and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'm not going to do this right now. Yeah. Because in my heart, I, actually, I don't want to. I just can't right now. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, f- I feel like there's no other path though like you know what i mean i feel like yeah it's true what else am i going to do what am i going to try to force what it what else like, are you going to do right like, and, and it and it's almost like it needs time to be let go of right yeah and it's tough because first of all yeah i think you're probably absolutely right i just am like i think richard Rohr talks about you know there's box one and then you go from box one to box two and then you go from box two to box three and we all want to go from box one to box three yeah (laughs) and i'm just like my my great hope is that i come back to some of these things at some point so because i know that's where i want to be can i just skip this part (laughs) yeah 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 i'd be interesting to know like do you know why do you know like why you want to be there and not where you where you are i like the idea of being connected to something ancient yeah i like the idea of carrying on a sort of spiritual inheritance even as i say that i'm not entirely sure what that means yeah i don't know that's a great question Andy. why do i even want to come back to it maybe it is simply just the feeling of the loss yeah it's just like oh when i hear 
I don't know. I, part of me just expects to come back to it as well sure. at some point. So maybe I'm just like, okay, I know how the story's going to go. <laughs> like, can we just, let's just skip this middle bit. And then, mm. yeah. But even, you know, this conversation has been so encouraging hearing you talk about and reframe some things and remind, like I've, I've seen, I saw the tour. I've seen everything is spiritual. I've listened to the podcast. Maybe that was it. Maybe I stopped listening to Rob Bell and that was the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I need to start listening to Rob Bell again. But so, but but even you reminding me uh, in this conversation, just some of the things you said has been, has been very encouraging. I do think there's more, there's something more than just we were born, we live, we die. Um, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah, yeah. to life. I def- I desperately want there to be something to life, and you know, I dare say I believe there's something to life. And so the idea of not asking the questions about that for a yeah. while is it's exhausting trying to let it go. If that makes any sense. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. And what's great is this episode is going to come out right off the heels of what I no longer believe about God where I mm. firmly state at the end of the episode that I am okay or willing to be defined as a Christian mystic. And I should put a huge asterisk at the end of that, <laughs> but that's what it's which like, is, right? which is like agnostic. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I feel like that's what it's like though, because again, like this is what we got good at. It was like, these are the things I can assert. These are the ideas I have. These are like the ideas I've come from. This is how they've changed. We're so great at that. Mm. But then like when it comes to our actual, it's Tuesday morning, nobody's around. Then does spirituality matter? And if it doesn't matter, then do I need to rethink it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What I feel right now in myself is like a major curiosity and a definite like sense of my own underdevelopment, like those muscles just being underdeveloped. Mm. I'm like, okay, teach me more about meditation. Teach me more about mindfulness. I mean, Christina will, she does this thing called like tapping where you like create sort of mantras that are helpful for yourself and you tap these places on your body at the same time. Okay. And it's weird. It, it appears to just be like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but then you do it and you're like, oh, okay. I kind of get that. Like there's a felt experience of something that you're like, okay, it's not a doctrine. It has no assertion. You can even adjust what you say just for yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's just realizing like, wow. Okay. Our bodies, our brains, this planet, these interactions we have, there is a depth that you can find in them. If you're willing to look. Yeah. So I guess my last question then is, to what end there's a depth mm-hmm. in these things that like you can why? find if you're willing to look yeah what is it what does that accomplish yeah. or does it, it is it as simple and i'm i'm totally okay with this answer yeah. as making you a more peaceful and loving person at the end of the day i think some of it is practical i think it does deepen my joy mm-hmm. i think it does give me tools to handle hardship with mm-hmm. i think it also connects me to a meaningful story which that's a great way to put that i think that's what i was trying to say earlier (laughs) yeah i think it it, it, for me that's important 
you know, like, okay, this is a great example. Everybody's in this phase. Now we think it's funny to ask why about everything, right? Mm. Like every kid goes through that phase. And yep. you, just, you know, for him, he's like sometimes sincere, sometimes just messing with you. But I've realized that it only takes like three or four whys to get to a really deep existential crisis. <laughs> like about anything it's like a how many like like degrees to bacon are you it's like yeah, right, right. there's only there's only so many whys that's so funny three to four whys you think three or four whys and then pretty soon i'm just sat like i have no idea and that's beautiful like it's beautiful <laughs> to just have permission to not know but i do want to just not be on the surface all the time like i want to have a level of wisdom to pass on that has something to say about this weird experience of existing mm. even if it's just a meaning making story i don't know and and the beautiful thing there is none of us will ever know right so there's no proving us right or wrong but right so i guess like is it good for you you could measure by the outcomes you could measure by your sense of peace your sense of joy and also like how willing you are to help others experience love You know, because I think when I lose that story, I become less willing to go outside myself and do something uncomfortable. Hmm. So I think I need that story in order mm -hmm. to like continue to make me part of a larger human community. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. What about you? What about me? Like for you, would you, um, I'm, I'm forgetting the original question. <laughs> oh, uh, I think what started was like, to what end? Yeah, to what end for you? I mean, I guess, I guess you're, maybe that's not a fair question because you're, you said you're kind of in the middle. Yeah, so yeah, I, so I don't, I don't have, but I'm, I'm comfortable saying I don't have an answer necessarily right now. That's kind of something I'm thinking about and wrestling with. Yeah. Um, maybe that's like a spiritual practice right now for you is like that yeah. full permission just to be completely unsure yeah. and to like embrace that. Yeah, I'll take that. Would <laughs> <laughs> you be the most beautiful consequence of a world that's coming down? We know where we come from, we know where we've been. It takes a whole lot of broken hearts to change everything. Coming so Well, that'll do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it was as encouraging to you as it was to me. Thanks all. We'll see you next time. Would you be the most beautiful consequence of a world that's coming down? Standing up on our own for the things we know. Raise a voice, hear it echo. Raise a voice, hear it echo.